Christchurch, New Malden, Sunday the 2nd of October 2022, 11 o'clock service. Tim Davis speaking on Getting the Most Out of Harvest. Good morning everyone, great to see you here at uh, one of our Harvest Festival services. Um, continuing on from how I began my Getting the Most Out of Worship talk, um, I'm back with my handy top tips. And this time it's top tips for getting the most out of harvest. So number one on my list of top tips for getting the most out of harvest, um, at 9.30 it would certainly be play in the band at the 9.30 service. Why? Because you're literally within an arm's reach of this bounty of goodies in front of you and you can just help yourself to whatever you want. In fact, actually no, that's 1A of my top tips. 1B is bring a double bass case but only pack a violin. So much space to just clear it all into there Pack it because no one's going to know any wiser. Um, obviously, at 11 o'clock, all we have to do is just keep an eye on the people doing the readings. Hmm. Although, at least one of them is a serving member of our, no, our um, police force. So I'm going to cut them a bit of slack there. Um, number two on my list of top tips for getting the most out of harvest. Be one of the poorest, most vulnerable members of your community and receive some of the items donated today because you have no other means of feeding your family. I'm not laughing at that one. Well, it's like something feels a bit different this year, doesn't it? Because like, harvest has always been a time for celebration. We used to celebrate the successful harvesting of crops and produce that would last for the months ahead. And then we gathered in churches to give thanks to God and share some of the produce that would either have been used by the church or increasingly as years went by, distributed to people in the parish. I think many of us have you know, childhood memories of bringing harvest gifts to school or to church, and then our parents might be involved in making up decorative harvest boxes and with reams of torn tissue paper to give to the old folks and the needy in the area. Uh, you know, some of these images you see might sort of bring back familiar memories of being in harvest festivals at school and things. I think I, uh, when I tried to count, I was pretty sure on that black and white photo, there was at least four, if not five, tins of Prince's tinned meat there. Uh, if that's not an indication of a classic kind of 70s, 80s harvest offering, I don't know what it is. Um, but, you know, it's nice to see, because um, I'm pretty sure I can see some tins of Prince's corned beef over on the table, at least. So it's good to know some things don't actually change that much. Um, which leads me to my next top tip for getting the most out of harvest. Uh, and that's to bring like, some entertainment into it. Um, to turn it into like a competitive form of entertainment at your harvest, first, um, harvest festival service. So you know, my memories are going back to the 1980s of uh, harvest gifts and things. I thought, why not have a kind of competitive 1980s harvest bingo where you try and see how many of the things you would expect to see in the 1980s are still on the table in 2022. Um, so here is my harvest bingo card. Uh, first of all, let's see, uh, you know, have we got the giant marrow? Uh, inevitably, at harvest in the 80s, there's always been some oversized marrow taking up a third of the table space. And uh, see if you've got that in your bingo cards. Um, or, or, oh, this is always a good one. Uh, the oversized cooking apple, the oversized Granny Smith. You can put it in one dish in your oven and it takes up the entire space. It takes four hours to cook, slow cook that Granny Smith apple. Um, how about this one? Um, would you get either 20? or 30, or maybe even 40 tins of ambrosia rice pudding donated each year. I mean, you know, two for one on Aldi, you're gonna get a lot. Um, or, oh, this is good actually, from the 80s, can you remember, you would, I, could you get two, or maybe even three, or maybe even four 
different flavours of angel delight. That would be quite a challenge. Uh, and finally, will we have 10 or maybe 20 or even 30% of the goods given be tins which are clearly well past their expiry dates? You know, we're talking kind of like post-war things here in the back of the cupboard. Somebody will want it. Um, yeah, that could be a bit of fun, kind of you know, doing that. I've not seen so many of those things. So perhaps if it doesn't work, maybe try my um, tip number four for getting the most out of harvest. Um, and that's you know, playing a different bingo game. See if any of these urgently needed items for the food bank have been donated. And it looks like there's a few there. Which I guess is a good thing. I must admit, I'm starting to feel a bit of a killjoy this morning, uh, as if I'm kind of really destroying the celebratory vibe here in church. Um, well, if you are thinking that the vibe has gone down a bit, then it's turn to time to turn to my top tip number five in my list of top tips for getting the most out of harvest, uh, and that is to bring the entertainment back into harvest. That's why right, I'm going to put the festive back in harvest festive. Oh. Um, and we're going to go back to some you know, historical culture, uh, back in the 16th century. And this is something I learned years ago, and I thought we really need to bring back as a tradition in modern Harvest Festival. Um, it was traditional to cry out, hooky hooky, uh, around the time of harvest. Why? Well, I'm only going to tell you if you respond with a hooky hooky, with a cry of hooky hooky. So on a count of three, I want to hear hooky hooky. So one, two, three. <laughs> Fantastic. Good. Uh, sorry, I don't definitely actually know the reasons for that word, so I just wanted to hear you shout hookie hookie. But no, it's not true. Um, those words were contained in a song which featured in a 16th century harvest play. Uh, and it went like this. Um, the song went, Merry, 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 cheery, cheery, cheery. Trowel the black bowl to me. Hey, derry, derry, with a pop and a lorry, I'll throw it again to thee. This is brilliant. You know, we don't need we plough the fields and scatter. We've got this. This is a classic. We have shorn and we have bound and we have brought Harvest Town home. Um, now it's thought and quite probable that the possible origin of the words hooky was from this 16th century Bible translation, where in verse 6 of Psalm 126 it says this He home returns with hooky cry, with shoes full laid abundantly. Uh, and if we have a look at our modern day translation of verse 6 of Psalm 126, it says, those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. See, I've already brought the joy back into harvest, haven't I? Great. Um, so this harvest cry, hooky, means joy. And again, you know, this joyful entertainment is all thanks to the Bible. So why don't we see what else the Bible has to say about harvest? Um, let's see what comes up. When you are harvesting, good start, uh, when you are harvesting in your field and you overlook a sheaf, do not go back to get it. Leave it for the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow, so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the works of your hands. When you beat the olives from your trees, do not go over the branches a second time. Leave what remains for the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow. Okay? Uh, when you harvest the grapes in your vineyard, do not go over the vines again. Leave what remains for the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow. Something of a pattern there. What's it say in the New Testament? Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. 
Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God, and God in them. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or sister, is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister, whom they have seen, cannot love God, whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. This is how we know that we love the children of God. By loving God and carrying out his commands. In fact, this is love for God. To keep his commands. Sometimes I really do think there's actually no need for someone like me or Stephen to be up the front delivering a sermon. And the Bible just says it all so well, so obviously. And it's hopefully not too difficult to see where I've been going with all this this morning. Harvest has always been a time for celebration and giving thanks to God. But as we see in those Bible verses... It has always also been a time to remember the needs of others, of those less fortunate than ourselves, and to care for them, sharing with those who have little what we, by comparison, have in abundance. And the whole of the reading that we heard earlier from 1 John 4 and 5, I think it contains some of the most beautifully written verses in the whole Bible. My wife and I even had, it, uh, had some of it uh, read at our wedding. But today, on Harvest Sunday, those words are deeply challenging, are they not? They are so simple and obvious, and yet also designed not just to encourage, but to disturb, to provoke a reaction, a response. If you love God then you must love those around you. This is how we display the marks of faith of being Christians. And at this time of year, we are massively challenged to give, to share, to provide aid to people in situations we've not had to face ourselves. And we hope to God that we don't ever find ourselves in such desperate need. And yet if we did, we also hope to God that the people around us in church today would help us. This year, all of our donations, both the food and the financial, are going to support Kingston Food Bank. Does that bother you, that we feel compelled to do that? Does Harvest feel almost a bit more political this year because we're choosing to support food banks? Because I'm happy to tell you now, it bothers me that that is the reality we are in. Food banks have started to feel 
like a new branch of the emergency services almost. People, families, with nowhere else to turn, are having to rely on the handouts from food banks to feed themselves. Now, some of us may find it easy to say, well, this is the fault of the current government and its policies over the last 10 or 12 years, so why should I have to fix their problem? But others may say, well, this is clearly the fault of the people needing the food bank services who've not been decently stewarding their finances or decisions. So why do I have to fix their problem? But the problem is, that doesn't excuse us from responding. We are called to show love to all our brothers and sisters here on earth, because that is how we demonstrate that we love God, who sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. And so at harvest time, you know, we don't try and show off by making sure we've got the biggest marrow that anyone's ever seen in church, or use it as an opportunity to get rid of a few tins of unknown produce that have been sat at the back of our cupboard with a best before date of 2018. We give instead. We share. We, who by comparison to those who are little or nothing, we who have so much, take what we have been blessed with by God and give it to others in need so they may share in that blessing. In Kingston, we have five food banks, of which the one at the Baptist Church that's down on Kingston Road is our nearest outlet. Early this week, I spoke with Dave Pamphilon from St John's, who helps run that particular food bank. And he said that they currently have about 20 people each week coming to receive from the food bank. And allowing for the likelihood that many of those people uh, represent families, that's probably more like 40 to 50 people a week on our doorstep who are having to use food banks in order to feed themselves and their families. That's 200, maybe 250 people potentially in the affluent borough of Kingston-upon-Thames who are in such desperation that they've been referred to the food banks. In the coming weeks, when the increase in energy bills really bites and the increased cost of pretty much everything in our lives means even more people having to make the choice between whether to heat or eat. Kingston Food Bank is expecting a significant increase in the number of people having to access their services. Hopefully, they can expect a bumper harvest from churches like ours who will be donating all of our harvest gifts at this time. But what happens when that's all gone? I think, depressingly, this list is not going to go away. It's not going to change much. In a week's time, the food banks will still need more of these items. In the coming weeks, the electricity and gas vouchers that the food bank can supply in very limited quantities to people in need will have much less impact, meaning the help they receive won't help as much as they need it to. In the coming weeks, more and more people will find themselves being pushed into poverty and start being referred to food banks, already oversubscribed with demand. And in the coming weeks, God will still be calling on us to help those much worse off than ourselves. We love one another 
because God loved us first and was willing to do whatever it took to help us. And so we can't not be prepared to help, to be challenged this harvest time, to offer what we have to those in need. Harvest is a time when we rightly celebrate abundance and give thanks to God. And more than ever, it's now a time when we are immediately challenged to have to think what we do with all the abundance in our lives. How do we ensure it gets shared out fairly? Getting the most out of harvest. I actually have just one top tip really for doing that. It's this, use it as an opportunity to show you love God by showing love to those around you who are in need. Thank you.